This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Welcome to Sunday Commentary, a weekly program designed to break open the Sunday Scripture readings. Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. The Liturgical Scripture Readings for the Fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time A reading from the book of the prophet Zephaniah Seek the Lord, all you humble of the earth, who have observed His law. Seek justice, seek humility. Perhaps you may be sheltered on the day of the Lord's anger. But I will leave as a remnant in your midst a people, humble and lowly, who shall take refuge in the name of the Lord, the remnant of Israel. They shall do no wrong and speak no lies, nor shall there be found in their mouths a deceitful tongue. They shall pasture and couch their flocks with none to disturb them. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Responsorial Psalm Blessed are the poor in spirit, the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Blessed is the poor in spirit, the kingdom of heaven is theirs. The Lord keeps faith forever, secures justice for the oppressed, gives food to the hungry, the Lord sets captives free. Blessed the poor in spirit, the kingdom of heaven is theirs. The Lord gives sight to the blind. The Lord raises up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the just. The Lord protects strangers. Blessed the poor in spirit. The kingdom of heaven is theirs. The fatherless and the widow the Lord sustains, but the way of the wicked he thwarts. The Lord shall reign forever, your God, O Zion, through all generations. Blessed the poor in spirit. The kingdom of heaven is theirs. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Consider your own calling, brothers and sisters. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were powerful. Not many were of noble birth. Rather, God chose the foolish of the world to shame the wise. And God chose the weak of the world to shame the strong. And God chose the lowly and despised of the world, those who count for nothing, to reduce to nothing those who are something, so that no human being might boast before God. It is due to him that you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God, as well as righteousness, sanctification, and redemption, so that it is as written, whoever boasts, should boast in the Lord. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he had sat down, his disciples came to him. He began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirits, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, 
for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, Kevin, we are at the fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time, finishing out the month of January already. If this is an indication of what the rest of the year is going to be like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I have nothing else to say. It's like, wow. Wow. It's going to, yeah, it just flies I'm sure by. sure that's going to bring us. So yeah. We'll find out. <sighs> well, you know, I want to talk a little bit, where, since we're uh, focusing on right to life, um, uh, marches and whatnot this month. I do. I want to talk a little bit about uh, abortion laws. And you know, historically, laws regulating abortion were established to protect the health and welfare of pregnant women. Abortion statutes were first enacted to protect pregnant females from third parties providing dangerous abortions. What began as a measure to regulate the health and welfare of the pregnant woman has warped and distorted into the absurdity that presents abortion as a woman's right. And so we live in a world so perverted that we call the murder of a pre-born baby a woman's right. And this is a symptom of a sin-sick world. When nations trade godly order for lawless chaos. Our readings this Sunday are going to focus on the process of societal recovery, the story of every civilization that has ever risen and fallen, and out from under the rubble has come the faithful remnant to lead others back to God. So the first reading is from the book of the prophet Zephaniah, and this prophecy is broken down into three chapters. We have the day of doom, the day of the Lord's judgment, and the reproach and promise for Jerusalem. This reading begins with an excerpt from the second chapter with instructions for the faithful to seek justice and humility. And then it jumps down to chapter three with the promise that God will preserve a faithful remnant to be leaders in the faith. And this faithful remnant will be instrumental in reuniting the people of God and showing them how to live in virtue and peace. Yeah, let, let's touch on that word remnant for just a minute. If you say go to the dictionary and look at remnant, you might see something this that says something like that, which is cast aside or that which is a uh, leftover. And, uh, you know, something obviously meaning something very small, probably insignificant in many people's eyes. And, and that's really what was happening during Christ's time. When you look back at Christ's life, the society, the masses betrayed Jesus they, the masses were fickle. <laughs> they just they wanted to follow whatever sounded right at the time. Um, you know, they ended up shouting, you know, crucify him. Um, when and, a week a week earlier they were saying Hosanna. That's right, right exactly. Yeah, how fickle yeah, they were, right? Fickle, right. Um, but there was back then, much like there is today, there was a faithful remnant, a faithful remnant of Jews who were worthy of the calling to which they were chosen. And if you bring that to today, even in our Catholic Church, we have you know, inconceivable graces with our sacraments and the priesthood and the Eucharist. And yet so many people, uh, unfortunately, fall away from the faith who maybe fail to really understand what beautiful gifts that they are given. 
And we also then in our church today have a small faithful remnant. And maybe to put a different uh, you know, spin on the definition of remnant, when you think about remnant in that case, that is something that is a precious core or, or something that still exists that is very valuable. So we have maybe take the example of, say, a wedding dress, and you might open up your wedding dress box many years or perhaps decades later after your wedding, and maybe a lot of it might be moth-eaten or you know some other, some other thing that kind of took much of it away, but yet you still have something that exists from which was very valuable. That's the remnant we want to talk about. That's the remnant that Christ is talking about and Zephaniah is talking about today. When you think about that remnant, we are, if you're listening to this show, you are a remnant. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) We're the ones who go off and we work in the apostolates in church and we take our faith seriously. You know, you might be in an apostolate of say an RCIA uh, program, or you're doing marriage prep, or you're helping with youth or elderly or whatever you are doing for the church or your family. And you get up every day. Parish outreach. Exactly. There's so many ways here. Uh, and, you know, lacing up your boots and going to work for the church every day can can be hard sometimes. Uh, there can be a lot of setbacks. There can be a lot of disappointments. It's not easy to remain that faithful remnant. But every once in a while, and something that kind of gives me hope and courage is every once in a while, you're going to have someone come up to you in, 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 in the midst of probably a very ordinary day and say, you know what, thank you for your work or your prayers or what you do, or even just your presence, because you made a difference in my life. Mm-hmm. And I know that that gives me strength. I'm sure it gives you strength, Carla. Look for those those little jewels as that faithful remnant to say, you know what? I am making a difference. And I may not know the people who I've changed the lives of, but every once in a while, you'll get that little, that little jewel that says, thank you for changing my life. And so for you who are in that faithful remnant of that pro-life work that you do, either formally or informally. If you're working with uh, the baby bottle drive at a pregnancy center, if you're making blankets for newborns in, say, the NICU in a hospital, if you're offering rosaries and prayers for the unborn, or simply if you want to say, I want to be that faithful remnant, I'm not sure exactly what to do yet, contact your local parish and just simply ask. These are ways that we can remain to be a faithful remnant to ultimately create a pro-life society in our our, um, United States a world and a country that so desperately needs that. Uh, yeah. And remember to not judge by worldly means. We see in the second reading today how Paul turns worldly standards upside down. Well, it does because the world puts so much on me, my, it focuses uh, to to inside the self. And St. Paul challenges us he, you know, to consider how dependent we really are on God's grace. And even though this letter was addressed to Catholics who lived over 2,000 years ago, Catholics today need the same reminders. For example, when we experience a degree of success and maybe even some favorable notoriety, false pride can easily take root and we forget that we're simply instruments carrying out God's work. Yeah, th- these words are very important. No human being can might boast before God. Whoever boasts should boast in the Lord. That is exactly opposite of you talk about this me mentality, the mm-hmm. things that I have done, the things that make me different, that make me better than others. These are so different that we have to take the preaching of Christ and boasting in the cross, while they may seem backwards and impossible (laughs) when looking at it from a human wisdom, we have to take that as the strength of us as Catholic Christians today. 
God has chosen you because of your faith, and he's chosen you for a reason. And whatever you do, please do it through and for Christ. That is what is so important to change and bring that faithful remnant to flourish in our church and really see that reformation in our church. And it's also where we draw our strength. You know, you know the old one, in, in my weakness, I am strong. Oh, yes. In my weakness, there that's yes. where I have yeah. find my strength. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Yeah. And it is that. I used to say this all the time. You know, it's like, well, then I'm pretty strong. <laughs> I, got, I, I got plenty of weaknesses. I, I am a bag of Oreo cookie crumbs yeah. and God is my double stuff. Yeah. You know, when you get to that point where it's okay, you know, it's okay to see that about yourself, but so long as you recognize where your strength is coming, you know, that God is the one that's holding us together. Yeah. And, and you know, on that note, I really think that, you know, you being vulnerable that way to your family or friends also really helps build a lot of trustworthiness, builds a lot of bonding with that. Yes. You know, when you're able we, to open, all open us, open up about our weaknesses, you bet. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, certainly in the gospel today, we hear about how to live our lives uh, from the gospel of Matthew today. Yeah. Okay. So let's go back a little bit um, to 10 commandments. So uh, we have the 10 commandments and really what they do is they, they tell us what actions to avoid. But the Beatitudes show us how to formulate the proper attitude with which we live out the law of God. So we can make a little play on words. We can go the be attitudes, you know, oh, how, how, yes, to, how to be in relationship you with were God. On it today. There go. That was great. <laughs> well, so tell us about the Beatitudes. There you go. Okay. Well, I will say just in a in a summary or synopsis here, you know, the first seven Beatitudes correspond to the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. The eighth summarizes really the first seven. And then the ninth references really that faithful remnant in that first reading. So really what I want to say in closing here is to really build that faith life, to be that faithful remnant, to really boast before the Lord. Take a picture of this, put it on your phone, frame it, and start with number one. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Humility and spiritual poverty is the foundation for all of the Beatitudes. Amen. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman, produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.